it's Danessa Myricks. And James Vincent. And this is the Makeup Show Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back, guys. You guys, we have been going a little crazy. We're always going crazy. I think we can't start every podcast when we're going crazy with travel because they're going to be going crazy. We're hearing it and we're going crazy with travel. (laughs) But you know what? Makeup trend is always a hot topic. Always. And we've had a few people reach out to us and so many people in our classes. Absolutely. They want to know what they are going to be seeing uh, for summer which we're going into very soon, and then for fall 2020. So I thought what we could do in this episode is kind of talk a little bit about makeup trend. Yeah, I love it. And you have, like, you are the master of trend because you do every season of Fashion Week, and pretty much that's where it all begins, right? So I love that I'm partnered with you right now for this <laughs> because you are the one who knows. You're, you've got the scoop. So Well, I love to hear that, and I appreciate it. You know, New York Fashion Week kicks off every season. You and I are backstage. Um, it's my favorite time of year. We've got some big plans for this Fashion yes. Week, which we're not sharing yet. But um, New York, London, Milan, Paris, you know, makeup really is such an important piece of these fashion weeks because it really helps to tell the story. You know, this year we're seeing so much color, so much texture. We are looking at unexpected application techniques and some surprises, I think. Um, Some surprises in makeup that I think most people would say, Hmm. No, I agree. But what's really cool is that when we talk about these trends, it's not just in our local market. These are like global trends. These are global trends. In this age of Instagram, you know, everything is so instant. I don't think uh, it's a surprise that, and I say it again and again, that makeup kind of starts to look a little similar in places like Instagram. But this year, designers are really including their makeup artists mm-hmm. in statement-making ways. And so I wanted to talk about a few of the trends this season that are celebrating diversity, that are a celebration of makeup on the runway, that are really putting the artists in the spotlight. Yeah. And still, you know, keeping the kids looking fashionable. All right, so let's do it. You want to just jump in? Well, I love this first category of celebrity skin. Don't make me over. It's really, <laughs> it's really interesting, and you know, and talking to a lot of artists that work with celebrity, depending on the tier of celebrity that you're working with, the makeup is so different. Yeah. So, like, if you're like a reality TV star, like celebrity artist, you're doing a full beat. But when we talk about this category of celebrity skin, it's like really letting the skin shine through, like fresh easy, like, I-see-your-face makeup. (laughs) It is so different than, I think, what makeup lovers and makeup uh, wearers are kind of looking at right now. Complexion is something we discuss every season, and as makeup artists, we keep saying we're going to go back to these more natural looks, Mm -hmm. but this season, we saw it on shows like Marc Jacobs, where Diane Kendall made a bold statement by showing such minimal makeup and really beautiful skin, Dick Page at Michael Kors, we really saw artists going back to the basics of beautiful, glowing skin. And I think that that serves makeup artists very well. Yes. Because with today's cameras, you know, packing on and piling on makeup just doesn't... 
doesn't look always so translate. Good. Yeah, don't look exactly. So good. And then you know, interestingly enough, you hear a lot of artists say that it's actually the harder makeup to do. I think it definitely requires yeah. more skill. We Absolutely. saw Patty Dubroff recently. Oh my goodness, how brilliant is she? She's such a brilliant artist, and she has such a gift for great skin. And I think that's really what separates her from a lot of others. When you look at her work on people like Dakota Johnson, um, Margot Robbie. I think you see that gorgeous mm -hmm. skin before you see uh, makeup. And I think that requires a, a really magical touch for a makeup artist to bring that across. I totally agree. What we're looking at for celebrity skin is we're looking at choosing skincare products that really allow the skin to be the focus of your application. We're looking at elevating skincare applications so that the client feels very special. And we're looking at complexion and foundation and color correction product that does appear more mineral, minimal and mm -hmm. look, makes the skin look like, like skin. skin. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I love the next one. Some like it hot. This is the sexiest little this category. Is some <laughs> like it hot and some sweat when the heat is on. So all things bronzy and all things that make you look wet. Yeah, I think, you know, for me, I say it's like looking at makeup. Like it's on heat, you know, like everything's a little bit sexier, like global warming is hitting us hard <laughs> and it's all over the red carpet. It's all over the runway. It's an exaggeration of those bronze and tan looks that we all love. Um, but I think kind of pulling away from the over-exaggeration of texture yeah. and what we're really seeing is the heat, is the dew, is the kind of dynamic shape and structure of the face. I would say this is a reaction to the overly contoured, contoured yeah. overly highlight mm -hmm. faces that we saw for a few seasons. And for me, my favorite product to bring this across is Duet Bomb. Ah, my favorite. Duet Bomb. I love Duet. Oh my God. It is my favorite because what it allows you to do is sculpt and shape and structure a face without adding in shadow or without adding in intense highlight. It really just gives you that gorgeous glow. I think that's like the predominant conversation now is how do you create these effects to the skin with while also minimizing texture? Um, we all know that Putting lots of makeup can age you very quickly. Um, so it's it's nice to know that you can create those high cheekbones and those soft uh, rounded edges on the face by using just simply reflection and reflection that doesn't involve glitter. It's really just that idea of skin that looks like it's breathing and glowing and it's fresh that like I may have just did a little jog on the last block yeah. I may not have you know what I mean that kind I mean of in major fashion houses like Alberta Ferretti and Chanel really committing to this gorgeous mm -hmm. beachy glow this kind of summer look that will carry right into fall which yeah, I, I think is it. really I love that kind of end of summer warmth you know, that Agreed. last flick of light. Very pretty. Oh, this next one is all you. You talk, you talk about that. Oh, my God. You know all I'll that glitters. Like, you are the king of glitter. <laughs> like, you're the king of fresh skin and just a little dab of do you have a little glitter somewhere, smeared glitter on the lid, a little glitter on the inner corner, maybe some um, a, a swipe of a glitter liner. Like, you use glitter like no other. Well, I love it. You know, I think we've really seen in the last few seasons, glitter has gone from craft projects and Halloween costumes to major runway representation mm -hmm. with artists like Pat, 
McGrath and Val Garland and Dick Page using it in places like Jeremy Scott and Gian- Giambattista Valli. Mm-hmm. Oh, but unforgettable moments in makeup. You know, Erin Parsons did this glitter eye last season for Alice and Olivia that just was just the perfect shape the perfect light reflection. And I think that glitter can be very elevated and it can be very editorial. I think you just have to have a lot of control in how you're applying it. Do you have favorite glitter products that you like to work with? Um, It's so funny because traveling all over the world now, like glitter is a thing. It's a thing. Like in Brazil, like let me tell you, they know how to work a glitter and they have the most dimensional glitter that I've ever seen. Um, uh, What is her name? Um, her name is uh, Jay Copanello. She has like a beautiful um, glitter line. Um, I was just in Mexico and there's a brand called Dr. Makeup that has like the sexiest glitter. And I think we're all like huge fans of like Lemonhead. I'm, I love Lemonhead. I love some Vanessa Myricks, you Thanks, know. Bill. I think Love Story is probably <laughs> makes its way into every application. <laughs> yeah, those are definitely my faves. Love Story and Daydreaming for sure. And don't be afraid to play with glitter in different areas. Isn't it? it isn't just on the eyes this season. It isn't just creating that beautiful cat eye like Dick Page did at Michael Kors, you can also bring glitter onto the lips. You can use glitter in specific um, strategic places on the face or body. Have fun with it. This is an element of makeup that allows you to think outside the box. And if you are an artist who's listening and trying to incorporate some trend into your bridal beauty or more social Mm -hmm. makeup that you're doing, glitter on the lid is an easy way to elevate and create a an amazing memorable moment in makeup. And it doesn't have to be so structured. It literally can be tap your finger in the glitter and tap your finger on the lid. Tap, and, tap, Yeah, tap. and it's all good to go. I'm calling the next one Treasure Trove because it is all about finding those beautiful metals, mm. those golds and bronzes and platinums and silvers. You did a look um, uh, recently, actually two. One was on a boy that I thought was so sexy where you used like... On Vice. Oh my goodness, that was really beautiful. Um, I love this idea of metallics because it does work well. It crosses genders really well. I think that for me, I like metallics and I like glitters because my makeup is so minimal mm-hmm. that I like to make easy impact. I'm not going to give you a 12 color eye and end it with glitter. I'm going to use one product right. to bring it across. Um, well, the, metallics always make an impact, so. They do. Erin Parsons is one of those genius artists. Her work with Christian Seriano this season um, had such a beautiful metallic feel to it, but it felt really elegant. Mm. And I think that's the piece that people forget about metallics. You don't always have to go to an extreme. Stila, I think, does a great job with those oh, really those soft, so wearable beautiful. metallics. Yeah. Cosette shadows are also some of my favorite for bringing across those yeah, he's beautiful yeah, metals that, that look like they're illuminating the like, skin. Like literally jumping off the face. I'm also obsessed with Melanie Mills Hollywood, the rose gold. Um, and she's had that, like, I mean, I think she's the originator. Well, I think she's made the biggest statement when it comes to, like, use those highlighters and bring in that gold um, and bronzy metallic look to the body. Especially when you're working with deeper skin tones. I think sometimes people don't 
realize how you have to create light when you're working with deeper or darker mm-hmm. skin tones. And so they pile everything on top. And for me, I love to use the metal just to bring those lip from Absolutely. within. Absolutely. Love moments. it. Uh, the next one is one of my favorite categories. And it's, <laughs> oh, it's a makeup I do so often. And you know I'm going to end up talking about you in this situation. But I'm calling it Eyes Glazed Over. Eye gloss is a must-have for makeup trend in 2019 on its own or over your favorite product. But we saw it at Tom Ford. We saw it at Alex and Olivia. It is uh, an easy way, again, to make impact. And I think that's what we're really seeing this season. How are you using texture to really put a spotlight on a certain area of the face? I love the idea of eyeglass because it really is wearable generationally. Like, I can gloss my mom's lid with no powder, no shadow, and it just looks so pretty with a little bit of mascara. Yeah. And it's great for a teen, and it's very sophisticated where you can wear it to work. And, like, if you're doing, like, a nice like, beach look, going to a beach party, mm-hmm. there's nothing sexier than a gloss lid with some glossy lips. Talk to me a little bit, because you know my favorite is Kaleidoscope Glaze. Oh, that's my favorite, too. Talk to me a little bit about why you kind of created that category. Well, I thought it was important because it, A, is a look that everybody looks great in and everybody wants to do. But one of our biggest beauty bitches when it comes to glossing an eye is that it's going to crease and then it's going to feel gumpy on the lid or heavy on the lid or it's going to ruin your liner or your mascara. So I was really excited about creating a product that can live all day, that beautiful glossed eye without creasing and without being runny or having any weight to it. So the Colorfix glazes were designed for that and they come in eight shades. Like I know we focus a lot on like the clear and the kaleidoscope which is clear with a little bit of reflex but there's blacks, there's greens, there's really this Oil Slick, which is one of my favorites. Like, oil yeah. Slick is I freaking such love a, it. Like, Oil Slick is probably one that I wear the most. It literally is like a mix of gold, green, and black with some reflex. So it looks so pretty. And it's easy. Like, everyone can do it. And it works great over a colored product. Like, imagine having this really dynamic pink gloss lid that lasts you from morning to night. Yeah. I think for the other thing I want to say about Oil Slick, a lot of people don't realize... One of the reasons black is so successful in so many makeup looks um, this season is that people are pairing it with metallics like gold. Mm. When you pull a black pencil over a gold shadow, you get this beautiful kind of patina, this green kind of cast. And Oil Slick does that on its own. So if you're looking at some of the trends this season that we're not talking about, which are that kind of return to grunge um, and those very kind of sexy smoky eyes that we're not going to touch on because they're too common. Um, They're great ways to bring that across. The next category I'm calling abstract expression because it pulls in the inspiration of, of fine artists like Robert Motherwell and Jackson Pollock and Mark Rothko, but it really has a very surrealist, you know, it isn't just one art movement. We are seeing fine art influence makeup in such a strong way because there's unexpected use of color and line. Carolina Herrera, who is such a classic American designer, um, really kind of surprised people, but also at shows like Chromat that really captured people's imagination. Painterly smudges, fluorescent shades. I know you've got some favorites this season that you want to talk about. Yeah, I mean, it's really insane how mad the world has gone, gone for neons. 
like neons were that thing that was just like really about if you're going to a rave, if you're going for a Coachella. But now everyone is wearing it. It's on the red carpet. You see this really clean, beautiful skin. And then all of a sudden, this beautiful, bright orange neon liner or Kendall Jenner, like really like created all those waves when she had the green floating liner. That was candy apple cushion color, in case you didn't I know, do which love is my really candy exciting. Apple cushion color. Um, but it was really cool, and people got so excited because they felt that they can use color freely. I mean, literally, she had, like, that was Mary Phillips that literally made, like, lime green dashes on her lid in no particular order or structure. It was just, like floating lines throughout her lid that people went nuts for because yep. it was something that was different and it was abstract and unique. Um, I love artists like Lizzo and how she plays uh, with this idea. Like, she's amazing. Her makeup artist is just so talented. I, I think that's Alex is her makeup artist and he just has such a way of making her have these special moments. She's such a beautiful personality. I'm a big fan of her music too. Oh yeah. But when she has those moments at things like the Met Gala, you're like, exactly. Someone sent me a shot of her like performing on stage and she was wearing, um, uh, totally tangerine cushion color, which glows in the dark. And so she's performing in this dark room and all you see is the cat eye, (laughs) like glowing. And it was like the statement on her face. And I think that I love this category because I think it's really freeing people up with the idea of how they can wear their makeup. It definitely is super wearable. It's like runway, but it also translates real life across all ages. All ages and all genders. You know, I think that we're really seeing these brands like Fluid that are challenging the notion of who can wear makeup i have loved a guy liner for way too long guy liner I love i've it. had crushes <laughs> on boys and eyeliner for decades you had a mean liner look at the makeup <laughs> show it was that so was Lorcan. good Lorcan put me in the liner look um i'm gonna kind of pull in another eye trend that we're seeing for this season this summer season right into fall and that's the graphic cat eye mm. i think that The graphic liner and the cat eye are sometimes so overlooked as potential makeup applications that make beautiful impact. Oh, yeah. Regardless of the shape or size or color of your eye, the graphic cat eye is a beautiful way to kind of push boundaries, add lift, open an eye, give life. And this season, we're seeing uh, houses like Dior and Burberry push it to new places, not just your traditional black anymore. Um, We're seeing taupe. We're seeing bold blues. We're seeing glitter. This cat eye gives you a space to kind of create in. And I think that that is so beautiful because you can adapt or adjust this graphic cat eye for any person and make it very special and very individual. Yeah, I love now um, how we're seeing not the entire eye line, like maybe it's just the outer corners and a thick line and then just a little V at the inner corners with mm-hmm. nothing connecting, like really cool ways of expressing um, uh, the cat eye in non-traditional ways, which I think is awesome. Double liner into a cat, like there's, there's just so much and it's really good. Don't be afraid really to good. play. And this is where I say to people, do your research 
put a mood board together, put a little storyboard together. When I was in college, we called it a morgue, where you would kind of look at the inspiration of the trend for the season, and then you would keep it on yourself. So when you were speaking to other people or trying to come up with inspiration, you had it in front of you. I love that. You no longer have to buy the collection magazines. You can print them out on places like, you know, Vogue.com. But it definitely, I think, while I would say I'm not a makeup artist who follows trend, I definitely think every artist needs to be aware of trend. Love it. The last category I want to talk about is kind of controversial, and I always make the same joke about it. But I know this gets people so riled up. They want to fight me all the time, but come for me because I am talking about this season's eyebrow looks and they are bold and they are bushy (laughs) and they're better than those overdrawn eyebrows that people refuse to let go of yeah i think it's so cool because we've had this perfect manicured brow for so long which is like kind of obvious right and now it's like you're seeing the extreme opposite like no like definitive line just free form brows like um brows going straight up is one of my favorites like oh, brows with absolutely with no product in it just brush straight up is like so cool bold and- brows lush lashes you know i think it's a backlash to the instagram eyebrow but nowhere on the runway are we seeing those hard lines really bushy brows were at fendi moschino jeremy scott michael kors chanel prada tom ford but it's a polished look right right you know and i think that that's the part that people miss we still want to have some attention put on the brow but it's a fuller denser brow we're playing with color we're playing with the length of the hair we're we're getting our shape and our structure in there but we're building it so that it looks like an actual eyebrow right actual real hair is um some products that you can use in order to achieve that look i, I love the idea of um soap brows yeah um because it just kind of lays them down and keeps them straight up brow gels are easy go-to i love what is the one from benefit that you did that oh my goodness well, you know that's my favorite the 24-hour brow setter oh, is amazing God. there's like even people even use glue i've seen people use a glue stick yeah. just on a spoolie just to hold the brow i know joe so. delude does that sometimes when he's working and i love like the way it kind of holds the brow in place i'm also a huge fan of brow pencils for these effects because you can really kind of go in and shape a brow and that pencil just gives you that little bit of volume so it feels like you have some dimensionality yeah even going in just creating hair it's like literal hair like strokes so it doesn't like shadow the entire brow but it just gives the illusion of the brow being fuller the illusion of the brow yeah you know these are just some of the trends that we're seeing for the season but we have so much makeup talk all the time Um, makeup really fills spaces on social media but i think that it is part of our job as professional makeup artists or hairstylists to be able to know what's happening in the world of fashion on the runway on the red carpet and so these were a few of my favorites i hope that you were um i love that you were in there and like knew everything like you're like the go-to guy like, I'm sheltered, living in a box, and you are like, you know it's happening before it's happening, and I love it. Well, you know, babe, it's just, I think we have this conversation off the mic so many times, but this is our life. This is our passion. 
you know, people will say, oh, you guys are working so much. Or we're like, oh, we've been running around. But we love what we do. Yeah, for sure. And I hope that for our listeners that you guys um, feel that in what we're doing. When we're talking about trend, it isn't telling you what you need to be doing. Our job as a makeup artist is not to insist that our clients look a certain way. But we want you to be educated. We want you to be inspired. We want you to keep trying and playing. And this season's makeup trend really allows you to push some limits, to think outside the box, and to really develop some beautiful and design some inspirational and individual looks for your clients and yourself. Yeah, I'm really excited to see how people translate this information. Because like you said, it's like we're not trying to say duplicate what others have done. Like, reimagine it with these ideas in mind. And as a result, shift the conversation to new trends for the next season. You know what? And if you decide to do one of these looks on yourself or a model, uh, send it to us. Hashtag us. TMS Podcast Friend. Yeah, show us. Show. Yeah, yeah, I love that. We would love to, like, post these on the page. We would love that. We are building our social media It's one piece of what we do. This is our passion project, and we would love to be able to highlight some of the work that you guys are doing. So if you're shooting makeup or showing makeup that is inspired by this podcast tonight, hashtag it, TMS Podcast Trend. Love it. Well, speaking of favorites. Bow, 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 favorite to favorite. (laughs) Favorite to favorite. When are we going to have a budget that we can actually (laughs) just have music that plays? We need a musician friend. If you're a musician and want to make us a theme song, get yes, in touch. Yeah, exactly. That would be phenomenal. If you're a musician who has a theme song that you want to give struggling artists, right? Donate. You to can. Our... You should DM us. Yes. Super into that idea. Yeah. Um, well, I was thinking today. Funny, we ended on brows because I had brow gel as my notes. Oh. So, what's your favorite? Easy, brow easy, gel? easy, easy for me. Hands down, 100%, can't live without it. It is like a kit must-have for me in my personal uh, makeup bag um, and also in my professional artistry. Benefit Cosmetics 24-Hour Brow Setter is amazing. It can do anything you want in terms of shaping a brow, holding brow hairs into place, and it feels really beautiful on the brow. It's not heavy, and it's definitely going to lock in shape and color for 24 hours. I am obsessed. Oh, God. I hate choosing. I'm obsessed with the Benefit 24-Hour Brow as well. I'm also a big fan of Glossier Boy Brow. That's a good one. But you know where my shout-out is going every time you <laughs> give me a brow category. i got to support my girl, Eugenia Weston. Yes. Because Senna Brow Fix is the original brow gel. She developed the category and her color range today is still so thoughtful and so curated. It works well on any client. I love the golds. I love the bronzes. Uh, I love that. The gold is a really good gold. Yeah. Yeah. If you are someone who doesn't have a lot of brow or you've got a client who doesn't have a lot of brow, you brush that golden and girl, you're Beyonce. Like it is just (laughs) the perfect Rihanna eyebrow with the way that you can kind of hold everything into shape and the color that it gives. So I'm voting Senna Brow Fix. Well, I love both 
as a con- <laughs> the uh, contenders. So I think it's another win-win. I think that Eugenia Weston's husband is going to give me a phone call because <laughs> I talk about Eugenia so much. And I say, what's going on? I'm kind of obsessed. But we're all obsessed with Eugenia, so it's understandable. She is kind of lovely. I she mean, really is. Eugenia, we love you. Come and do a guest on yeah, our podcast. Hello. Ooh, if you guys want to see Eugenia on the podcast, let us know. We'd love to get her here. I'll let her do my brows. Ooh. Oh my God, I would die. We really need to videotape She'd that. Look, make and me post look like it. Barbara Streisand. <laughs> <Yeah. Rachel. laughs> you guys, we have gotten off topic today, but this is a little check in. With you guys about beautiful makeup trends for this season. We hope you are inspired by makeup this season as we are. We hope that it allows you to come up with some unforgettable makeup applications. Again, hashtag them TMS podcast trend and share and show us what you're working on. So continue to send us those great ratings and reviews. We love our five-star ratings. Super excited about that. And if you have questions or ideas um, that you'd like for us to cover on the podcast, remember you can always email us at themakeupshowpodcast at gmail.com. And show us your kits. Peel it off. We want to see the product that you love to have in your kit. We are getting so many great entries and we really want to have some stuff gathered so we can share your kits with our listeners. So love you guys. I hope you enjoyed this session and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.